Hello, everybody. It is Tuesday, April 19th, 2022. This is your host, Manoli, and this is Manoli's Musings. Oh, boy. What are we getting into today? It's just another another day, another, another, yeah. Well, you know how it goes, huh? I'm sorry. I know this is a little bit late, but I wanted to, I wanted to record it last night, but I, uh, I had to do this paper, and I just after that, I just wanted to do nothing but sit and watch baseball and and just do nothing basically. But um, I'm here now. But yeah, I'm here now. Um, I hope everyone had a great Easter. If you're if you're not Orthodox, uh, our Easter is not till this Sunday, so we're in the midst of Holy Week. Um, yeah, but if you you know if you you celebrate Easter or Passover, whatever, on Sunday. Uh, I hope it was a good one. And, uh, yeah, I went to my grandparents' house. They had a little Easter thing, and, I, and it was good seeing them again. Two weeks, two weekends in a row, huh? They're lucky, aren't they? They get to see me. <laughs> no, it's more like I'm lucky to get to see them. Um, yeah, so over the weekend, I, uh, I asked uh, people to send in some questions because I wanted to do a little... Yeah, switch up the formula a little bit, you know, get a little, get a little variety here. You know, now this is, we can branch out a little bit now. I think we've established the formula. Now we can kind of experiment a little bit. So I had people send in some questions, maybe think outside the box or put me on my toes. Um, so yeah, they, they sent in through Instagram and Facebook and Discord and all kinds of things. So uh, yeah, I'm going to get into these and it's interesting. Uh, most of them are centered around either singing, which is natural, or uh, alcohol, which, um, wow, do I do I give y'all that impression? <laughs> but yeah, I think I'll start with the ones from, uh, I think I'll start with some of the Instagram ones. Uh, first up, Max, um, he sent in about five or six of them, and you know I can't very well answer most of his questions, but, um, you know, this was a family show, okay? I got to keep it PG over here. Um but for the ones I can't answer, um, why are the Steelers undoubtedly the best NFL franchise? Uh, I think that's a biased question over there. I, I don't know. I'm not. I, I don't have a dog in the whole M, uh, NFL thing. I don't have a team. So if you say they're the best, I don't know. Maybe they are, but I, I don't think so. I really don't think so. But, you know, they're definitely not the best right now. My gosh. Um yeah, but you know, you—I don't even know why. Why are you Steelers fan? You live in South Carolina. What the hell's going on here? Why? Are you, what's going on? I know you've explained this to me, but explain it again because I—I you know, I can't be bothered to remember all the details of your personal life. Okay, Max. You know, no, oh, I like Max. He's a good fella. He's a good fella. And his other question—I think what you were doing with this one—you were trying to stir me up. You're trying to get me going. Uh, what is your opinion on the doctors pulling Kershaw through seven perfect innings? And you know how I feel about this, you little son of a... You, you, you... Uh, it's just, you know, I, I, you know, you want to get me worked up about it. And, you know, I, I think you're going to succeed because I, I, the more I think about this, the angrier I get. It's just, I'm still not over it. You know I'm not over it. They should have let him pitch the last two innings. I don't understand. It's just... We'll never know what might have happened. We'll never know. And isn't that frustrating? It's like, it's like I, I don't know. It's like the end of a movie and it just stops. It's unbelievable. Uh, you know, this age of baseball, I don't know what's happening. I don't understand it. I just don't understand it. 
And you know what you're doing with that question. You, you <laughs> um, okay, moving on. Uh, Nathaniel asked me, um, why? That is the question. Why? Uh, well, Nathaniel, that's a question I ask myself every day. You know, sometimes I just see things, I see the way people act, and I just say to myself, why? 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 That's a good question. You know, I, I can't answer that question. That's one of those existential things that you just can't, you kind of have to live with. Um, Yeah, but it, it goes to my head every day. It's just, uh, yeah. Why? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing this podcast? That's a good question. That's a real good question. Uh, yeah, so thank you for that. Thank you for making me question everything. Make me question my life over here. Why? Um, okay. Uh, moving on. Uh, Boo Boo, my good friend Boo Boo, how are you? I talked to you yesterday. I, I hope you're well. Um, Boo Boo asked me, they say patience is a virtue. What causes you to lose your patience? Well, Boo Boo, a lot of things cause me to lose my patience. A better question would have been, what doesn't cause me to lose my patience? But, um, you know, uh, bad drivers, people that, you know, barge off of the elevator, don't, I'm sorry, people that barge into the elevator don't let you off. Uh, oh, what else? People that take up the sidewalk, cyclists, um, people that like to lecture you about, you know, about everything. They tell you how to live your life and they, they start, they start accusing you of things and, People that think they're better than other people, think people that think they're so smart and intelligent, and they think that they know everything, know-it-alls, those really make me lose my patience. I have an example of this. Uh, you know, it could be anything. It could be people on the internet talking about singers. They say, well, they, they wasn't so great. You could be talking about, could be talking about anything. It doesn't matter. Uh, but this was something that happened over the weekend, and I wanted to talk about this on the show. Because of whoever this person is, whoever this, this, I can't even say it. I can't say it. Whoever this person is, you know who you are. I'm going to, I'm going to call you out. Okay. So over the weekend, I was on Reddit and I know that's a mistake. I understand. What do I expect from Reddit? But I was on this part of Reddit. It was called accidental renaissance. And what it is, is that you take these pictures that look like they kind of like look like a renaissance painting, just the way people are reacting or positioned or the lighting or whatever and it's like it's like a modern day picture but it looks like a renaissance painting anyway there was this picture it was from a baseball game or something and this bat had flown into the stands and everybody was like reacting in shock and horror and trying to trying to catch it or whatever <laughs> it was a funny picture i thought it belonged in the accidental renaissance uh, subreddit i said oh i think i'm gonna post this in there i posted people were liking it they it's moving up the charts, moving up the charts, and then, uh, and then I get a I get a notification that said, "Your post has been removed by a moderator because this doesn't resemble anything like the Renaissance." And here's a video that you can watch so you know next time what a Renaissance painting looks like. Well, I'm so sorry, madam. I didn't realize I had to have a PhD in Renaissance art to post in your freaking subreddit. Is it that important? Was it harming anybody? Was it that harmful that you had to you had to get all snobby on me and you know come out come out here with your your vast knowledge? Oh, and there's nothing worse than a moder a mod on Reddit that has been given some kind of position of authority. These basement dwellers, they don't know how to handle it. Well, it doesn't resemble the Renaissance. I am sorry. I realized I had to 
watch a freaking two-hour documentary on Caravaggio or whatever to be able to post to this subreddit. You snob. You can't say it. I want to say it. I'll say it off the air. Maybe I should just go off the air here and just 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 start spewing because I I mean that that kind of thing is what bothers me. People that you know they're like, well, actually, actually, it isn't what a Renaissance painting looks like. Actually, Manoli, you know, Maria Callas wasn't all that great. Actually, Manoli, the doctors suck. Actually, Manoli, Greece is not the most beautiful country in the world. I don't want to hear it, okay? I got my own opinions, people, and they're my own, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna have them, and nobody's gonna change my mind about anything. When you, you actually people, actually this, actually that. When you people come out here with that, I, they always, that's always what they start with. Actually, no. Actually, you're a jerk. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that got me going. Good job, people. You really, wow, what, what a way to inspire me with your questions just to make me angry over here. But yeah, boo-boo, that that's something that makes me lose my patience. When people are jerks, okay? When people are know-it-alls and they're snobs and they're rude, that kind of thing. When they drive badly, which is everybody in this in the great state of South Carolina. Oh, we can't drive for crap down here. People don't know how to act. Especially when these these people from the north they come down, they move here. They don't they especially don't know how to drive here. Oh my gosh. Um that's another story for another day. Okay. Well, after that rant, after that raving. Uh, what is your Myers Briggs personality test result? Now I hadn't done the test in a while. Okay, I hadn't done it, I think, since high school. And I think back then I was an ENFP. But now I took the test again. I took it last night just for you. This is how this is what Manoli does. He he does things, you know, he's dedicated for his followers. He does things to, to make them happy. So I went and I took the Myers-Briggs again. And you know what I got? ENTP, which means, um, let me pull this up here. Hold on. I have it pulled up. Uh, ENTP is... Nicknamed the debater. Ooh, the debater. Yeah, I like to debate all right. I like to give people a piece of my mind is what I like to do. Um <laughs> but yeah, the ENTP, the it said that means extroverted, intuitive, thinking, and prospecting, which is interesting. I don't know what prospecting means. And it said that was 95% extroverted, which I think is very true. Uh, my energy is 61% intuitive as opposed to observant. I don't, I don't really know the difference there. I think I'm pretty observant, but I, I don't know. I don't know what that means. Nature. This trait determines how we make decisions and cope with emotions. Thinking rather than feeling. Ooh, that's interesting. I wasn't really thinking that kind of explosion I just had on that. That's that moderator on that subreddit, that jerk. <laughs> Um, and then my tactics. Oh, this this trait reflects our approach to work, planning, and decision making, which is prospecting. Oh, interesting. And then it said I'm an ENTP T, which means I'm turbulent. Uh, yeah, that sounds about right. But yeah, so that was that was my result. Uh, I don't really know what all what all it means. I'm I'm looking at the website here. Uh, a debater. They tend to be bold and creative, deconstructing and rebuilding ideas with great mental agility. Oh, oh, oh. 
They pursue their goals vigorously despite any resistance they might encounter. Well, I think that describes me. Look how look how complimentary that was. They don't tell you the they don't tell you the bad part about being like that. Quick-witted and audacious. Oh yeah, I, I have some audacity over here. The audacity to do this podcast. Debaters aren't afraid to disagree with the status quo. No, I hate the status quo. In fact, they're not afraid to disagree with pretty much anything or anyone. Oh. Few things light up people with this personality type more than a bit of verbal sparring. And if the conversation veers into controversial terrain, so much the better. Yeah, I like to verbally spar already. That's that's what I like to do. I, I enjoy, I enjoy, you know, a little back and forth. Yeah, you know, in a in a friendly way, in a in a in a gentlemanly fashion where I have these debates and these 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 ideas. Yes, yes, agree. It would be a mistake, though, to think of debaters as disagreeable or mean-spirited. I'm the most nice-spirited person in the world. Instead, people with this personality type are knowledgeable uh-huh, and curious, ah, with a playful sense of humor. Oh, really? They can be incredibly entertaining, if you do say so myself. They simply have an offbeat, contrarian idea of fun. No, I'm very contrarian. One that involves a healthy dose of spirit and debate. Well, that's very nice. That's very nice. Um, yes. Yes, thank you. Uh, well, let me let me see. Some debaters you may know. Mark Twain, Tom Hanks, Thomas Edison. Wow, what good company. Captain Jack Sparrow, Tyrion Lannister. All right, okay. The joke guy. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, there you go. Uh yeah, so I'm going to leave it at that. I don't want to read the weaknesses, so I'm going to leave it at that. Actually, I think I will read the weaknesses. Okay, let's see. Debater's strengths. Knowledgeable. Quick thinkers. Original. Excellent brainstormers. Charismatic. Oh, energetic. Yeah, too, maybe sometimes. Debater weaknesses. Very argumentative. Well, I don't know what you're talking about, Myers-Briggs. I'm not argumentative at all. Insensitive. Oh, Am I insensitive? Oh, did I hurt your feelings, Myers-Briggs? Oh my gosh, I'm so insensitive. I don't think it's insensitive. I think it's sensitive. I think it's sensitive. <laughs> intolerant. How dare you? How dare you say I'm intolerant? I'm intolerant, of, I'm intolerant of a bunch of idiots is what I'm intolerant of. A bunch of jerks, but anyway. Moving on, Manoli. Can find it difficult to focus. What was I talking about? <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I'm a procrastinator, baby. Uh, dislike practical matters. I don't know what that means. When it comes to details and day-to-day execution where creative flair isn't just unnecessary, but actually counterproductive, debater personalities lose interest, often with the consequence of their plans never seeing the light of day. Oh, my plans never seeing the light of day. Well, this podcast may have taken years to get off the ground, but it's here, baby. Myers-Briggs, I liked you, but now I'm starting to get annoyed with you. Let me go back to those strengths. <laughs> Insensitive. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. Oh. Um, moving on. Uh, let's see. What was your other question? What do you think of Callus? Well, I mean, what is there to say about Maria Callus? I mean, in my opinion... Definitely my favorite singer on record. I think she's the best singer on record. I don't think anybody can match just the range and the depth and the the humanity and the pathos that she brings to the opera. 
Maybe this is this is the same lady that's saying anywhere from Brunhilde to uh, Amina and Sonambula. I mean, this is the range of the performer, the style, the I mean, the technique is perfect. The diction was perfect. The acting, the singing, acting. I mean, my goodness, I mean, just the the energy and the the feeling. It just there's no nothing, <clears throat> nothing could have stopped that. Nothing could have stopped it, especially in the operas of. Bellini and Verdi and Donizetti and Rossini. I mean, it's just, it's not even close. I don't think it's close. I really don't. I wish, I wish all her recordings had been, I wish all her worlds had been recorded. I really would have liked to have heard of Brunhilde. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, what is, I mean, what can you say about Maria Callas? It's just, it's words, words fail, honestly. Uh, yeah, one once in a once in a century, that's for sure. Definitely the successor to the likes of uh, Pasta or uh, or Malibran or Neyman, that kind of that kind of performer from the from the eighteen hundreds. Definitely their successor, I I would say. I mean, I don't know. I didn't hear them, but by description of their of their art, I think Maria was the closest thing that we got to in the twentieth century. But uh, yeah, Maria, I think is the best. That's that's I'm putting it out there. End of discussion. End of story. Take it to the bank. Maria Callas, people. And no, it's not because she was Greek. It had nothing to do with that. You don't see me. I don't like every Greek, Greek singer that ever lived. You know, um, it's not because she was Greek and I'm Greek. Yeah, you people are gonna come at me with that. And guess what? I didn't even realize she was Greek for a while because you know her Callas. I didn't realize that was a Greek name. I thought I thought Callas. I thought she was French or something for the longest time. Actually, not that long because once I started looking her up and reading more about her, but for the you know when I first started listening to her, I didn't realize she was Greek. I didn't know her full name was Kalogeropoulos, you know. But then I said, "Oh, huh, huh. <laughs> now it all makes sense, huh? No wonder she's Greek." <laughs> oh, the the hum the humility of Manoli is just beyond. Um, please put me in next episode, and I will get to you. Um. Uh, Greer asked, asked, uh, if you had to listen to one opera for the rest of your life, what would it be? Well, Greer, I thought about this. This is a hard question. And I, I think I know the answer, but it would have to be Norma by Vincenzo Bellini, particularly the recording from 1955, uh, La Scala with Callas, of course, uh, Giulietta Simeonato and Mario Domenico. I think that was, that's my favorite opera recording of all time. Uh, that that normal, uh, just whew, yeah. Uh, honorable mention for opera I had to listen to for the rest of my life. I would say Monteverdi's Orfeo. I would say Mozart's Don Giovanni. I would say Strauss's Electra. Agamemnon, Agamemnon. Yeah, I would miss Electra. Um, Verdi's Rigoletto. Yeah. Uh, Carmen, Bizet, Tosco, Puccini, yeah, all those operas, I love them. Definitely my favorites. Um, but overall, I would think I have to say Norma, just because I don't know something about that work. It just speaks to me. And you know, I think it. I think it has a good mixture of just the the beauty versus the drama, and the writing for the title role is just so interesting. It's it's a heck of an opera. Uh, Kyle. Uh, just roast me and then say one nice thing. Well, Kyle, 
you know, I was trying to think of a ropes for you, but you know, there's just not much to say, unfortunately. You you, you got to bring something to the table for me to roast you, okay? <laughs> no, I, I, Kyle, you're a great guy. I, I, you know, I'm glad you listened to the podcast. I and thank you for listening. I didn't realize you were listening until you you messaged me, and I, I that means a lot to me. Uh, he's a good guy, people. We we went to high school together. He, you know, we we. He was a he was a good fella. He was a friend of mine. I would have my shin digs. He was always there, always a fixture. And I would have my shin digs at the Manoli Manor. We can't get too far into that because my mother's listening. Oh no, my mother! I'm gonna confess. I'm gonna confess to my my shin digs at the Manoli Manor. Oh wait, I got caught. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Kyle's a good fella. I wish you well. I hopefully I get to see you soon. I wish you the best. I wish you the best, Kyle. Hope, hopefully, I get to see you soon when I'm back in back in Charleston. Um, all right, I think that's all the Instagram ones. Let me make sure. Yeah, Max, Nathaniel, Kyle, Greer. Yeah, boop boop. Um, all right. So moving on from Instagram, I'm going to take the one question I got from Discord, which was, uh, what was it? In all caps. What made you decide to do music? Well, Nate, thank you, Nate, for your question. Uh. Thank you very much, Nate. It's good to hear from you. I, I miss seeing you around. You're a good fella. Good fella. Um, what made you decide to do music? Well, Nate, I uh, I always thought I had something of a voice. Uh, not to not to sound arrogant. It's just I I you know I thought I had something, and I didn't really sing at all until about middle school. Uh, about eighth grade really is when I started because I kind of got into music. I don't know. My mother. My mother asked me if I wanted to do piano lessons, and that's how I started. I played before I sang, and so I took piano for a year, starting in seventh grade. I uh, <clears throat> then I said I thought you know I want to audition for the uh, school musical, so I started uh, taking lessons in eighth grade <clears throat> with my piano teacher. She was also a voice teacher, and her daughter, <clears throat> Christina Cohn, is a uh, she has a very successful indie band right now. So look her up. Uh, yeah, so Mrs. Cohn, thank you very much. Voice teacher, piano teacher. That's how I started. Now, I initially didn't start off with strictly opera. I mean, she was training me classically, but it was more, you know, in the art song, that kind of thing, uh, some musical stuff. Yeah, but I, I started singing in eighth grade. I auditioned for the school musical, and the director, uh, Mr. Babb, Mr. Babb says, well, why don't you inquire? I'm like, I don't know. I never thought about it. Um <laughs> yeah, so I started singing in choir, and then I, I did that musical. It was a review, and I sang, uh, I was in a trio. It was Easy Street from Annie. I'll never forget him. I <laughs> had a little voice crack at the end of the song, but that's okay. You know, overall, I, it was all right. It was a good stage debut, if, as it were. Um, yeah, so I, that's how I started, and then I, the opera thing came about. I guess it was all around the same time. So I was 13 when I went to my first opera, which was a double bill of uh, Giordano opera from Mese Mariano and then Puccini's first opera called Le Vili, uh, which really, really moved me. I was like, oh man, this is not what I expected at all. You know, opera, you get the image of the the, the Viking and the Viking ladies singing for four hours, you know, on and just standing there, you know, boring. But Puccini's drama is... is energy was really it really captured my my interest and I'm like oh man so I just started learning more and more about it 
And over the summer between eighth and ninth grade, I started, you know, watching more opera, listening to more opera. And I said, well, I want to try singing. So I, the next, uh, next fall, I went back to my lessons. I said, uh, uh, Miss Cohn, I want to try some opera, opera aria, arias. And uh, so the first aria I learned was uh, Non Più Dry from uh, Mozart's Lenazza di Figaro. And that was, like, what was I, 14? 13, 14? Yeah, I was like 14. No, I don't know. I don't know how old I was, but that was the first story I learned and first story I sang in public. And uh, yeah, went from there. Uh, and here I am 10 years later, still singing. But, you know, it's a good hobby. I enjoy it. Um, it keeps me out of trouble. You know, really, it's just about getting to sing these master these masterpieces, you know, the works of Verdi or Mozart or Monteverdi or Handel or whoever it may be. Uh, it's really it's really about their music. Not so much me, but at least I try to keep it that way. But um, yeah, it's just a gift. It's a it's a blessing that I was able to keep up keep up with the singing and you know get to continue studying it in college, even though it's not my major. It's just something I enjoy doing. Uh, my teacher, Mister Brunson, he's done a good job with me, and I think uh, yeah. So I I I couldn't be happier really with my singing hobby. Um, I think I've come a long way. I think I got a long way to go. But uh, yeah, so thank you, Nate, for that question. Good question. And moving on to the questions from Facebook. Facebook. Uh, we have one from Jason. And these are all alcohol related. So uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, uh, number one, what is your favorite beer? Well, Jason, it's a tough question because it depends on my mood. If I'm just looking, if I'm just out on the town, I'm just looking for something, something that I, you know, I like the taste of, something just to keep me, you know, keep me level-headed. You know, you know, you don't want to get too messed up. I was sick with the Mick Ultra. I find them very refreshing, particularly when they come out the bottle. The can, the can ones are not as good. The aluminum ones, uh, it does. The taste is not the same. It, it's a little too. I would say it, it's something with the condensation. It gets a little too watery for me. But when they come out the bottle, they're pretty tasty. Uh, you know, that's a good light beer. Um, I like Estella. You know, when I want something a little more cold. As far as things that are widely available. Uh, Modelo. Modelo, I really like. Uh, you know, I, usually if I'm going to buy beer, they keep it in my fridge. It's either going to be a Stella or a Modelo. Um, Corona sometimes, and sometimes I'll keep my culture in my fridge. Uh, for craft beer, as far as that goes, uh, I really I like. Uh, there's a brewery down in Charleston called Edmonds Oast, and they have some they have some interesting stuff. They have a peanut butter and jelly beer, which I think is disgusting, but they also have a lovely, lovely blonde ale, uh, a blonde ale called Something Cold, and it is it is like drinking sunshine and rainbows and, and ambrosia and honey. It is so good. Very, the most refreshing beer I've ever had. This beautiful taste, light, crisp, airy, really nice. Really nice, really nice product they got there. Uh, yeah, so Edmonds, give them a little shout out. Uh, yeah, other craft beer I like, it, it just depends. But Edmonds, the something cold, that's that would be my favorite craft beer. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, I would say Stella, Corona, Modelo, McUltra, that kind of thing. I kind of keep it in that range. Um, sometimes a Miller Lite. Uh, it just depends, really. Uh, yeah, so that's a good question. Oh, and in Greece, you got to get Misos. That's the Greek beer. As, and fix, too. 
Um, what, what's the other one? Alpha. We used to sell Alpha in our restaurant. Um, and number question number two from Jason is: Is Merlot overrated? Well, Jason, you know I don't think I think Merlot is for people that don't like wine. <laughs> it has no flavor at all. It's just flat, boring, bland, and disgusting. It's like drinking. There's no taste. It's like drinking unsweet tea. It's like drinking. It's like drinking steel. I don't know how to describe it. Merlot for me is like. It's like it's like wine that for people that don't like wine. I like much more a nice Cabernet or a Pinot Noir, that kind of thing. That's that's what I like to stick with as far as red goes. I mean, Merlot is like just the most boring, bland, basic nonsense. Merlot, never a fan of Merlot. If I you know I, if it's the only wine around, I drink it, but I don't like it. I mean, it's like it's like it's like drinking it's like drinking a sponge. I don't understand it. I don't know how people like it. it. Really, really beyond the pale, as far as I'm concerned. I don't think Merlot is wine. I think it's some other thing that's posing as wine. Because I enjoy wine, you know. I I do. I really do. I don't drink it as much now because I'm in college, and it's just the social setting is not really conducive to that. But, uh, yeah, Merlot, no. How about that? <laughs> and then last one, last alcohol question. Oh, not actually, not the last alcohol question because. We got one more here. Um, the last one from Jason is, uh, do you drink vodka straight or with a mixer? Well, Jason, it depends. It depends. It depends on the vodka, actually. Uh, I, I would much prefer to drink it straight with ice, with ice. Uh, a Tito's, if I'm drinking vodka, I would prefer it to be a Tito's. That's my favorite. That's my go-to for vodka. That's what I have at home. Uh and at home, I, I'll just pour, I'll just pour a Tito's. I have a big, I have those big, I like out over a big rock. Um, not the, not the cube, not, the, not like little ice, because I think it melts too fast, but the big rock that melts slowly, that's, that's what I like. Uh, that's what I like to have my vodka with. It keeps it cold, keeps it refreshing. It doesn't water it down too much. Uh, so yeah, and <laughs> at home, since I'm such a, I'm such a cool guy, I'm not a nerd at all. I have my uh, my big ice cubes are shaped like the Death Star from Star Wars. So <laughs> you put one you put one of those in a glass and you pour some Tito's over it and it'll, it'll last you. It's it's a good thing. So yeah, but uh, you know when I need a little bit of refresher, it's a summer day. I'm having some dinner. I'll, I'll go straight with the Tito's. Maybe a maybe a lime, some lime, a little garnish. Um, yeah, so Tito's and lime. Uh, you know, if I'm out on the town, uh, you know, usually the vodka that they give you is a little questionable to say the least. Uh, you could make the Tito's, but when you're out, when you're out with a bunch of college people, you know, you, you're, you're drinking more, so you don't want to spend too much money. So I, I'll, I'll usually do a Moscow Mule, which is kind of like the happy medium, uh, which is vodka. I mean, I'm sure you've had one, but it's vodka, ginger beer, lime juice, uh, rather refreshing. Uh, it it does the job well, yeah. You, know, you still get some of the vodka flavor in there, but it yeah yeah. I like a Moscow Mule. Uh, I'm not a huge mixed drink guy to be honest with you, but if I'm gonna get one, it'll either be that or an espresso martini. That's usually that's that's about the extent of my mixed drinks. Uh, occasionally an old fashioned, like when they when they smoke it or Manhattan, but usually a Moscow Mule. Uh, so yeah, thank you for your questions, Jason. Very good. Now Jake. And happy birthday, Jake. It was yesterday, but I'm going to sing for you anyway. Happy birthday to you. 
Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jake. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jake. I love you, man. You're a good fella. You're a great guy. I'm happy for you. Happy I made it another year. <laughs> Not that I was worried about you, but you're a great guy. And, you know, I, I wish you a happy birthday. And I hope I'll talk to you soon about our little survivor thing we got going on. Um, yeah, uh, another hobby of mine is that I, I play online survivor, which makes... I'm really revealing myself to be a nerd here. I don't like to tell many people that, but I do play it. It's a fun, it's a fun hobby. It's a fun thing to do. And you're asking, how does that work? I'll explain it a different time. But uh, it's a fun hobby. I also host my own online Survivor series, and Jake is a co-host with me. Jake's a great guy. So thank you, Jake. And his Jake's question is, have you ever had malort or malort, malort? If so, please explain your experience. If not, come to Chicago and we can have some. Well, Jace, uh, Jake, I have not, excuse me, Jake, I have not had Malort. I had to look it up to see what it was. Apparently, it's a Chicago, it's, here's, their, here's their website. It says, a Chicago icon. Jepson's Malort has the aroma and full-body flavor of an unusual botanical. Its bitter taste is savored by two-fisted drinkers. So it's a, it look, looks here like a liqueur. Oh, the cure. I, I, that's, it sounds like something I would like. I like, I kind of like that kind of thing that tastes, uh, people think it tastes horribly, but I like it. Um, <laughs> uh, but no, I would like to try that. It's, that's a, that's a Chicago thing. So, uh, and you get it elsewhere? Because I don't know the next time I'm going to be in Chicago. We are. I'll come see you, Jake. We can have, we can down some Malorts. Yeah, it'd be a good time. Have a cigar. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, but yeah. Happy birthday, Jake, and thank you for your question. Uh, that's actually gonna do it for me. That's all the questions I had. Uh, anybody else who didn't get a chance to write one, you know, ask me. And I'll answer it next time. You can always ask me anything. Manoli is an open book. What you see is what you get. Okay, you know, I, I like to keep it real. I like to keep it open for you people. I like to, I like to present myself. Here I am. Take it or leave it. If you don't like, if you like me, I love you. If you don't like me, well, you know. Out. 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 You are a blabbermouth. Ralph Cramden for you there. Uh-huh. Really taking it back to the great one, Jackie Gleason. Wow, he's gone off the rails. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's gone off the rails. He's gone crazy. But when we did <laughs> when we did the Offenbach in the spring, the the opera company here they there's one it had spoken dialogue i inserted a little a little bit of glee into the uh to the dialogue i did a little humana 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 um the great one love the honeymooners that's another great show i like if you've never seen the honeymooners for, for god please watch it it's so funny between the between the honeymooners and the sopranos and curb your enthusiasm i, I can i think i'm does i can live off of those three shows just genius 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 um, but yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it though. That's all the questions I had. Thank you to everyone who wrote in again. If you didn't get a chance to write in, if you know, I was taking questions, you can always ask and I'll answer it for you. I'll give it to you straight. Okay. But you know, I got to keep it within the realms of the family show. This is a family show here. All right. Manoli is for the people.
<laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you. Thank you for listening. I got I have two interviews this week. They're going to be, uh, I don't know when exactly it'll be up, but I'm going to, I'm going to present it for you two guests and uh, hopefully it goes well. And that's going to be it for me today. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Always subscribe and like and follow me or whatever it is that you do. Uh, and yeah, I hope to have you, you have a great, great Tuesday, 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 Tuesday. All right. Have a good one. Thank you.